Because I have a dream. And staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been the veterans of creative suffering. The ballot or the bullet is to either ignore them or to deny them without giving And we stand together to win the war. Yes, we can. Welcome to Welcome to the preseason. The preseason. Week one. We recording right now? Yeah, I'm good. I think so. Right. Welcome, Wild Wild World family. Oh, Wagwan. Who? What? Wagwan people, I've been watching Top Boy, you know what I'm saying? That, oh. That's British Jamaican for what's going on. What's going on? It's your boy, K. Daara Reeves, with your boy, Will Daara yeah. Horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yonder. Actually, these days we are in separate locations, for real, for real. Not just like 20 minutes away from each other's crib, but like Super half young. a country away. Half a country. It ain't that big. I mean, it's like well, look, a quarter of a, a quarter of a nation away. We're at least two European countries away from one another right now. That might be true. That might be true. Yeah, yeah we're I'm still in the eastern part of the United States, though. Okay, we're we're at least like Portugal and Spain away from each other. Right. Uh, different time zones, so that does count. Right. Very true. So basically, man, I feel like you know we're just not close anymore. You know, it's like we're yeah. miles apart from a distance. I cry every night over yeah. this issue. I'm pretty emotional right now. But anyways, look, welcome, folks. Welcome, family, to the Wild Wild World preview, or not preview, I'm sorry, preseason episode. See, it's preseason, so there's going to be some, you know, kinks. You know, there's going to be some some things we got to work out. We're going to throw a lot of interceptions. Mm -hmm. We're going to travel a lot. But see, we play the first string, second string, and third string, so we hear the whole time. And, and, well, I'm third string, so I'm just getting a lot of reps, you know what I'm saying? From the get-go. Squad trying to decide if I'm going to make the team or not, or if they're going to cut me. So I need some reps is basically what's going on right here. I mean, I'm like James Harden trying out new moves, you know what I'm saying, right. see what the see rest of going to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, most definitely. Okay. So welcome, folks. So this is, a, as we said, a preseason episode because we are planning a wonderful, awesome new season for you. But some things popped off. And we felt like we had to come and give y'all a little something because we want – I mean, actually, well, I'm lying. Like, can I be real with the people? Be real, be real. Like, Even in pre- reality, we just wanted to chop it up about this thing here. And so we're like, look, let's make this a preseason episode because we want to talk about it. So we feel, figure if we want to talk about it, y'all probably want to talk about it or are talking about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we're going to put that out there into the universe and see what happens. Um, but well, being this preseason, though, before we jump into what we wanted to talk about, I do just got to ask you, man, what's been going on with you? How's life treating you? The people want to know. What's going on with Will Alhorn? I'm in this country <coughs> called the South, bro. And it's mm. weird out here, man. It's I'm weird. In Kentucky. Uh, a lot of biscuits. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. SEC down here, the Big Ten's gone. Don't have to deal with them anymore. It's a good time, you know. So, yeah, no, life's good, man. Life's good, you know. Life is good. Trying to, trying to pastor a church and learn Chinese and bring the Wild World fans what they need. Those are two things that could seem – all these things could seem very, like, non-connected, but they are very interconnected. It's all the yeah, same thing. 
Right, right, right. You were down there, Kentucky bred, down there with nappy roots and and homies uh, down there in Kentucky, man. So, look, uh, I'm still stuck up here in the Midwest, the upper Midwest, getting ready for this inevitable cold, as I'm sure you just walk around in T-shirts and shorts and and Crocs and whatnot. 75 today, man. (sighs) God. I was outside at practice freezing my butt off today. So, look, Will is obviously the smart one of the two of us. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he got out. He got back to the uh, back to where human beings are supposed to be, uh, in places where your nose doesn't freeze off if you're outside too long. So, yep, um, yep. Congratulations on that, family. Hey, thank you. Um, so, anyway, so well, look, let's get to it. You want you want to tell the people what we talking about today? Yeah, man, we got to talk about your boy, your boy, yay, Kanye West, and his new album drop and all the things surrounding that. Um, we have to talk about it. There's there's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start with it. Do we start with the album review? Do we start with uh, some some Christian conversion thought? Do we start? With, uh, I I don't know. I don't know where you where we want to start, but we got to talk about it. Let let let's let's start here. Let because this is I mean this is the crux of the whole thing. Let's talk about the music, right? Let's just talk right. about the album. Let's I mean because as you know, there's a million places we can go with just the context and all of that. Right. Well, let's just talk about the album first, right? The people might want to know. Maybe they want to know. Probably don't want to know. But let's at least give us give our thoughts on what we actually have here musically. All right. So, look, I'm going to let you pop that off. What do you think, Will, as a noted so, music I'll connoisseur be, and critic? I'll be straight. I'm feeling the album, and I'm about, I'm about 20 times through. 20? 20. 20 times through. I've listened to it way 20. more than I thought I would, bro. Way more. It's only 27 minutes. So it's That's just right. You know, hip hop's now like every song's two minutes or something, right? Right. But, and every album's only like nine songs deep. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little different. But yeah, I'm probably twenty times through and I'm I'm feeling it and I part of me is like, should I even be feeling this? It's Kanye. <laughs> you know, I feel a little conflicting inside, but I think I've got past it after time like eighteen, nineteen. I was like, All right, this is okay, I'm gonna go with it. Okay. Musically it's it's fire. Uh-huh. And okay. content wise, it's fire. And then I have to check myself and this is say, this is Kanye. Wow. I have to step back. Musically, we could say it. he's always done, you know, pretty right, right. creative genius stuff. But uh, I don't know. I'm genuinely surprised because he said he was going to release gospel albums before. Mm-hmm. Right. That was what Pablo was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a gospel album with a lot of cursing. And <laughs> it, you know, it had a lot of cursing, but it didn't have a lot of gospel. This is literally like a worship album. Like Christian hip hop artists don't release this type of explicit religious stuff. Right. So, I'll be honest. When I first heard it, right, I came in critical because it was Kanye, right, and I I had chills from some of the lines he's saying because this dude was straight blaspheming, just a couple albums back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now to be doing gospel music, so I'm feeling it just off an initial thing. Okay. I'm excited about it. I think there's a lot of like yeah nuance we could talk about with Kanye's life, but I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. I think it's good signs. Okay. 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 I, I I honestly didn't know what what to expect from you, so I you know yeah. I'm not surprised or anything. I don't know what to expect. <clears throat> and I mean, here's the deal. I I gotta say I'm feeling it too. Like, yeah. if we talk about just musically, I mean, and maybe this isn't controversial, right? Because it's Kanye West. The man is a known right. He knows musical genius. At least you know as far, as far as musical genius goes with modern artists who are you know playing all their instruments. And that you know he ain't Prince or Steve Wonder in that sense, right? right? But 
you know, as a producer, conceptually, all of that, you know, Kanye, when he's focused and when he's passionate, we all know that he basically is unparalleled. I mean, I say unparalleled. That's not the right word, but he, he he's pretty consistently putting out fire when Top that's the game. Yeah, yeah, when that that's what he wants to do. Um, and the the real stuff with Kanye is coming outside of that. But sticking to the music right now. I mean, yeah, I didn't know what to expect from this, right? I had no idea what to expect. Kanye West, gospel album, I mean, he dropped like 808s and Heartbreaks and stuff, so we know that he can go kind of R&B-ish or whatever. I had no idea. And he really just kind of created a hybrid gospel slash hip-hop album that is just like, it's really hard to define what it is because it's not really just one thing. You know, like, there's just really hardcore, serious gospel traditional gospel elements along with hip-hop you know and it's not corny hip-hop it's not Mm -hmm. fake you know what i'm saying like it's it all comes off as very genuine you know now that's what surprised me you could be genuine and incorrect (laughs) you know what i mean you could be genuine and wrong you know but if nothing else it is genuine like it, it feels like it's really coming from um you know, someplace inside of him and whether he, we could talk about it, whether at times he's misguided or not, or whatever the case may be, at least in our opinion, but it's definitely seeming like genuine music that he's dropping in. Like, I can't lie. I'm walking around the house just like, cause I'm, I'm not on it. I'm not on 20 times through, but I probably listen <laughs> to about three times through. Cause you're right. It's 20 some minutes. Right. So one of my kids asked me to play it. So I was playing it in the car the other day and it was like a 30 minute drive. So we got through the whole album, you know, Mm-hmm. And then, you know, before the game, you know, I coached football before the game the other day. I just had my headphones in. I was like, let me listen to this one more game. And so I was just listening to it again. And, like, it's just in my head. Like, yeah. I've only listened to some, most of these songs twice, maybe three times. And it's just in my head. Like, I'm just sitting there, closed on Sunday. <laughs> like, you, my chick. Like, and it's not even necessarily, like, gospel. It's just catchy music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. Um, from a musical standpoint, like, I don't know if he got, like, radio hits or anything like that on here necessarily but it's definitely catchy it's musical it's in my head like it's the way the way the album starts off um with the church choir coming in yeah with the uh yeah with the with the church choir coming in then the next song with the hallelujah hallelujah like as someone that grew up in church like i mean that's what that's what i'm used to hearing yeah. And then they broke it down, said, you are, he is wonderful. Like, all of that, like, it it was just kind of, it was dope. You know, yeah. it was just kind of a reimagining of that traditional music. Kind of like, like I, I liken it a little bit to, it almost felt like a, a movie soundtrack. Hmm. You know, like, you know, you know, if you listen, if you watch a lot of movies, like, a lot of times in soundtracks, they'll take songs and they'll kind of kind of remake them or remix them or they'll stretch certain parts of the song you know to to stress some tension of whatever's going on in the scene and then they'll break it down like like my favorite example of that is um uh, at least my most recent example of that is in uh the first creed movie when they had the meek mill go uh going in the background uh the lord knows and um when, when my man was running down the street and had the, all the bikes around him and, and, you know, and they just kind of broke it down. And that, that sound and how they, they broke that down and remixed that and took pulled the music out is different than the album cut of the song, right? Mm-hmm. But it just made it very theatric and all of that. And so it just got, it just kind of gave me that vibe as I was listening to it, which I don't think I've ever had from a gospel album or anything like that before. Right. So Right. Well, yeah, this it, man it, got the church choir, Kenny G, 
and got no malice and push your tea back together on one album. Right. right. And then he got Fred Hammond on another joint, you know, like right. it's, it's all over the place. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was called, and I'll be real with you. I didn't even realize, uh, uh, push was on it. Like I heard it sounded like it was no malice, but then well, push was on see, it I, I saw clips. Yeah. And I was like, I'm assuming it was malice slash no malice. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know he yeah. grow herself a little bit. I didn't even realize that uh push was on it and I'm gonna be real with y'all. Y'all might be mad at me. I don't care. But the reality is I always thought clips sound a lot alike. I mean, they are brothers. So they sound like it, they're identical. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I don't always do a good, I can't always pick them apart. You know what I'm saying? Just on the track. So yeah. I just assumed there was no malice and push was on there. I didn't even catch it. Like I said, Push, I don't Push it was the first verse, and the okay. second verse is Malice. No Malice. Okay, my bad. So, I, look, I'm slacking, but I'll be the first one to say I don't listen to a lot of hip-hop these days, even though I grew up on it, came up on it, was a hip-hop head for a time. But, yeah. um, so, you know, I, I, I listen Ty to a lot of Dolla Sign's on too. Yeah, I saw that, too. So, and Ty Dolla Sign's only sounds good on features. He doesn't sound good <laughs> on his own album. Like, if he released an album just of his feature songs, it'd be excellent. <laughs> he, he's the he's the myth leak the bleak of uh 2019 <laughs> exactly like his albums are straight trash and then he really everything he's featured on he's got the vocals right it's all right so, uh, i don't know my man Memphis bleak can never catch a break other than being on multiple hit songs and just couldn't right. actually create one himself right. um anyway so look that's musically so we both clearly agree, agree that musically that was dope, right? It's catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, it may, it's something you want to listen to, all of that. But you point, you touched on, you said he was dropping basically some heavy, heavy lines and lyrics on there. Um, right. And so, and that's that's one of the things that you know you you have to step back and think about, you know, because it's like we all know Kanye and all. Well, I shouldn't say we all know, but you listen to this. I'm assuming you know a bit about Kanye West and one his musical history, and two just you know his life history and some of the things they said and did uh both when it comes to politics um social things and then you know obviously as a as a rapper and hip-hop artist he then said a lot of things although he's always mentioned and kind of seen to publicly wrestle with his faith even from Thomas first album came out you know Um, he dropped jesus walks which some people were like yeah that's a gospel i was like "Eh, i don't like nah i don't know right um, so how do we, how do we wrestle with that? Will? like, what do we take away from, from a dude that maybe you didn't agree with at times? And maybe he says some things that, you know, you question at times, but versus what he's saying on this album, like, do we, are we to question his sincerity? Are we to question his, um, just knowledge and wisdom? Like where, where are you staying on all this? Yeah. I think the best thing, cause like when I'm listening to this album, I was listening to one for the sincerity of it, like the authenticity of it. Because people, there's so many rappers that have done, quote, Christian spiritual. I mean, R. Kelly was doing gospel stuff every once in a while. He he was featured on gospel albums. You know, you always had guys like DMX Mace was a preacher once and released his Christian, quote, album, right? So this was different than those things, though. It wasn't just like some no cussing and then a little God sprinkled in. Right. right. It was clear there was some type of conversion. And I mean, just thinking about his history, like I think it's miraculous that he's got to this point. He's either the best actor in the world or God really did something with him to go from his watch the throne blasphemy to this Jesus is King, like just the proclamation of the album alone. So I don't 
Like what I've been saying is right. If he's a new convert and I watched the interview he had too, and it, he's saying, yeah, I'm a new convert. So he, there's some humility in that. I don't expect him to have everything right. So if he's a new convert celebrating, then he's turned to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I'm not going to necessarily question everything. Now I want to wait and see if his life bears fruit, right. If he's going to be, you know, generous with his money, seek justice, how it's going to change, how he does everything over time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that'll show the authenticity of it. But just based off what we have, I mean, you got to take it at face value. I feel like mm-hmm. that he's turned to Jesus and you got to respect that. And as he definitely. said, pray for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, and definitely from the album, I mean, it, it, it really comes across like that. Like I remember listening to it and it was like, it feels like this is a guy that is really like, sounds like, a for, like cry, yeah, crying out, like really like, I like like I love Jesus like the like the video of the of the, of the Mexican homie that's on stage that's over there stomp talking about Jesus Jesus yeah, yeah with the crump that stuff yeah. yeah like shouting from the hilltops you know what I'm saying and like yeah. that's how it really feels it comes across so like there's a def- definitely level I'm like yo that's like that's dope like and yeah, that's what was most shocking about the album to me is it yeah. just sounded authentic when I came through and the lines he was saying were like they just seemed more on point like you could see there was there's still some of that arrogance in there and some of those things but a lot of that was dropped like compared to his all stuff and it's just like a yeah we're well, you know, in a different direction you know we all just stop being ourselves you know immediately that's uh, what i'm saying so it's like he sounds like a new convert and there's something kind of authentic about the album you know yeah i mean i agree now here's the other side right and mm-hmm. this is this is where you start getting a little dicey territory right uh-huh. say though um or not i say but just as a christian individual you know we've seen many times where artists that are out there in the public sphere whatever claim that a like you mentioned mace <clears throat> mace before um mm-hmm. that hey nah i'm a christian now whatever i'm i'm about to make this gospel album or whatever or people that um even if they're not rappers singers whatever that say nah you know uh, their faith means a lot to them and they're very you know strong in terms of being christians or whatnot but then what they show publicly what they put out there doesn't match that up right right you know and so i i am always saying hey you got to be very careful on who you put or we shouldn't put anybody on a pedestal, you know, you gotta be, you yeah. know, we should take everybody for what they present to us or what they do. And that's it. And not assume that, okay, because they say this or did this, or even because they acted like this previously in the past, good, bad, or indifferent. Now I'm going to think something moving forward. Mm. Right. <clears throat> but, and so I say that just like, okay, like all of that is dope. I still, you know, remain cautious in terms of, putting Kanye West up there as anybody, you know, to necessarily be following when it comes to matters of the heart and the spirit, other than the fact that he, that I do appreciate the, the, you know, the public display of sincere or seemingly sincere love for God and love for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm taking that and leaving that for what it is. I'm not then placing anything beyond that. Like I heard that apparently like Joel Austin invited him to his church. I don't know if it was to speak Uh, or whatever. But like things like that, I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, look, you know how I feel about Joe Austin, but like, I'm yeah. not about to say Kanye West should be a pastor or now he speaks for, you know, speaks for right. us or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to yeah. be a little cautious on those sorts of things. Yeah, that's what makes it sticky is that there's the you know cult of celebrity. Right. Kanye's a you know 
well ingrained in, if not, you know, one of the top guys in this kind of cult of celebrity, right? So the temptation is for people to make him a pastor when he's a new convert, right? In terms of, you know, just how they look up to him spiritually. So I think your key, like the caution is he's not a Christian leader. We praise God that he looks like he's turned to Jesus, right? Right. And that, and that matters too, in particular, like when you talk, cause a lot of people when they're dealing with kids or whatever, like they'll try to point to people that are in the public eye that seem to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, certain things seem to be uh, proclaiming faith or whatever. And they say, Oh, look at this person, look at that person. You can do it in the problem. Like you said, the cult of celebrity is people start to follow that individual more than they're actually following God, which then means when that individual starts doing things that ain't really uh, how we should be living our lives, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, you know, people can be easily pulled to that. And, I'm, and I don't think it's fair for us to put that expectation on Kanye West or anybody else, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's what, like you said, the culture we live in where celebrity is what it is, you know, that's the influence that they have on people, which is why it's dope when they do something what we would consider positive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And sad when they do things that aren't, you know, um, right, because right. people do care and people follow, especially impressionable folks. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of uh, celebrities like kind of doing this Christian talk now that it's going to be interesting to see how it comes out after somebody like Kanye does something as radical as Jesus King. So, you know, you got Justin Bieber is supposedly a Christian now, right? Let's see how that affects him. Mm-hmm. I think Selena Gomez said something about Christianity and you always have rappers like, Chance the Rappers had gospel vibes on his album and his proclaimed Christianity, but he's mm-hmm. you know still mixing in other stuff, right? Or yeah, and, and even Kendrick Lamar, same thing. And that's where, and that's where you know my skepticism and all that starts coming in. Yeah, yeah. and here's the thing: it's like we we know as people as humans, like you know, life is this is not always a straight line. You know, we mm. go through these hills and valleys. We're trying to figure things out. A lot of folks, a lot of these folks are trying to figure things out. Right. And they yeah. got a little nugget of the truth there and they're wrestling about, or, or, you know, whether to pursue it or not, you know, um, that said, you know, as someone that's not a celebrity, not in that, like I am always skeptical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm all like I DMX used to make albums, you know, where ninety percent of it is he talking about shooting folk, you know what I'm saying? And then he and put he a prayer. The, yeah. Yeah, then he has a prayer at the end of every album. Lord, I'm only a man, you know, like and it was it was almost a joke. But it's like just because you acknowledge God don't mean that you work for him. And actually one thing that Kanye said on this album that that struck me was um I don't remember the exact line now, but he basically said, tell the devil I'm taking a break. I've been working for you my whole life. Yeah, I'm on strike. Tell the devil I'm on strike. I've been working for you my whole life. Yeah, Right. And it's like a lot of these folks out here, they say God on one hand, and then everything they do is opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, I love Jesus, and then they doing this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And and it's always bothered me because I'm like, you sending people off. You know what I'm saying? And now, yeah. you know, that's what that's what other folks come in and be like, oh, y'all judgmental and this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, at this point in my life, I'm learning to be like, whatever, you know, just ignore it. But yeah. for the purpose of the conversation, I mean, we have to acknowledge the fact that that is, that's also, I mean, on some level, it's a deflection tactic, you know? Like, yeah. people want to call Christian folks hypocrites. And actually, Kanye even did something like that on this album. Um, yeah. You know, we said, you know, the Christians would be the first one to judge you. Um, and as I was, I was, as I was listening to it, after that thing, and I was kind of, uh, um, 
ruminating on it. You know, I was thinking, you know, here's the thing. People always say the Christians are the first one to judge, right? Uh, Christians mm-hmm. are the most judgmental people. And I agree, that's true. But it's true because we're the old, let me not say the only ones, but for the most part, Christians are living their lives. And when I say Christians, I mean people that are actually trying to live a Christian lifestyle. And they have to be judgmental, not in a negative sense, but they have to be cautious. They have to judge the things that are in front of them. You know what I'm saying? Because it is our job to protect ourselves, protect our families, you know, those sorts of things. Everybody else is kind of, most other folks just kind of go live and let live, whatever you do, don't, it don't affect me, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what you do, right? Because it doesn't matter to us because we don't feel like you, like, we're not thinking about souls and salvation or my salvation, like, it doesn't matter. So it's not on our radar. So mm-hmm. yeah, the Christian folks judge, yeah, but that's because, A, we're looking at, we're trying to look at things from the perspective of beyond simply the here and now. We're trying yeah. to look at things that are these things good for you or bad for you? Are these things harming your eternal soul? Are you saved or are you not saved? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or is your is your soul saved or is it not? You yeah. know, this people like, oh y'all judging, y'all judging, y'all judging. Okay, but we're just like Christians judge because these are things that actually matter. So when we when Kanye comes out and you know, after years and years and years of you know, saying all the stuff he said and doing all the stuff he did. You know, when he comes out and says, oh, I'm making gospel, I'm, yeah, Christians are judging in the sense of they're being skeptical. Like, mm, I don't know. And I don't know if this is a good thing. And I don't know if we trust, you know, you you all of a sudden shouting the Lord's name. Like, we need to kind of see, you know, right. we need right. to be cautious. The world is just like, whatever gospel, I'm, don't make it. You could have he could have said he was making a reggae album. It don't make no difference to, to, to yeah. other folks. You it know probably would have been an event if he, yeah, if he was making a Scientology album, <laughs> it would have right. been an event too because it's Kanye. Yeah, no, I think you're hitting something right. It's it's tough because yeah, we don't. That's the hard post- posture for Christians that can be viewed on the outside, right? Because we believe in absolute truth, and most of postmodern culture doesn't. We believe mm-hmm. there actually is truth. It's not just like whatever you feel is true, right? You have to make decisions, judgment calls when they're made in front of you, right? Right. And then, but then there's, you know, there's balance to it. Like we can't say if somebody's saved or not, right? We can say there's fruit that we should see if they're saved, right? Mm. So it's, it's a balance game. And it's, I appreciated the song, that song hands on because there was lines in it that seemed to come from a humble place, right? Cause he talks about on there, you know, I can take all the, or I deserve all the criticism you've got and then asking for you to pray for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that was, I don't know. I, f- I found that authentic, right. That it uh, came from not just, cause this is the worst. The worst thing is people all the time are like, you know, the only God can judge me type stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just bogus deflection. Right. Yeah, of course. Cause you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to deal with whatever you are, you know, mess, you know, mixed in. Right. So that's why, I enjoyed about the songs. I didn't get the kind of God can only judge me type uh, arrogance, but yeah, I think that's a critical thing. I think that's critical for why the conversations are even happening about this Kanye album, you know? Right. And and as you said, and as I think about it, I mean, and I do want to acknowledge, like, I think that there most likely is a real, is a real thing with the judgment, especially from someone that is coming from the outside. Right. And I, and I fully believe that. Like if you are, like you said, you a new convert, and you come in, and you're like, "Oh snap, I'm feeling this Jesus thing," and you you're you're ready to kind of jump in two feet, you know what I mean? And and now the people that 
believe the same thing you are saying you not believe or kind of looking at you a little bit like, eh, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand how that could be jarring, you know, yeah. especially because we talk about God opening, you know, op- uh, welcoming everybody with open arms and all that. And, and you could have this experience or relationship or, um, uh, you know, conversion experience with God. And then you go amongst his people and his people are a little bit more hesitant than God himself is. Right. But you know, it, it's, it's spiritual. Like this was not a club. Right. It's not like, you know, yeah. Johnny is in charge. Johnny says, Hey everybody, he cool. Right. <laughs> you know he, what I mean? Like, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, he cool. That's my boy. Let him in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah pass him a drink. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> like, it, like it ain't, it, we don't live. It, it's not like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. We have to be cautious just because we have to be careful, you know, like the Bible talks about false teachers and false preachers and, and all sorts of things I'm being led astray. And so, and again, having seen this, like I remember, um, uh, who was a TD Jakes or somebody was inviting like Diddy to come sit at the front row of his church and all sorts of stuff. And all these people talking about, oh yeah, I'm getting saved now. I'm Tyler Perry laying hands on people or what? You know what I'm saying? It's like you see all of this stuff and then mm-hmm. you know, oh oh, their next movie out. You know what I'm saying? And they doing something ratchet. You know what I'm saying? And their next album out and they doing something and they talking wild and whatever. You know? Yeah. And hey, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Like. We ain't out here to quote unquote judge the world in terms of like let me tell everybody who going to hell or whatever, but right. it is a sense of I just need to. Know, I'm just trying to figure out for myself where these people stand and what's authentic and what's real, so I you know I know how to move and how to operate. Yeah, when it comes to these different spaces, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. I, and, and that's really what it is. It's not wishing harm upon anybody. Ain't trying to send anybody to hell. Ain't trying to you know condemn anybody or anything like that. Hey, yeah. you want to do what you want to do? Cool. I just need to figure out, you know, what I'm saying what this all looks like. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's tough. I mean, that's the tough part about the Christian life is, you know, loving deeply and being welcoming and hospitable and speaking, you know, actual truth are not in conflict with each other. But, you know, when the world doesn't see truth, it can look like this is not, you know, welcoming, loving if truth is spoken, right? And then you oh, mix yeah. in celebrity cult stuff in there and it gets sticky, which is why the Kanye situation is sticky. So it's like, we can't, you know, yeah, I can say, yeah, he's a new convert. He has to be treated as a new convert. And we hope that he's getting discipleship and these things around him. He's not a Christian leader, any of those things, you know, but that's hard when you have celebrity connected to you and a lot of money connected to you and well, power connected to you. And when, I mean, the dude came out in like 2004 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, and he's been and, saying he's a Christian too. Yeah, right. Part of so, it. yeah, so it's not, so we talk about new convert, but it's like you've been telling us about your faith, your supposed faith for 15 years in mm-hmm. the midst of all the other stuff you've been talking about. Well, that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was what was interesting about this interview that they released on Apple Music that went along with the album. Is he in there admitted like, I'm a new convert? Like, that's what I found authentic about it. He wasn't like... He was like, if I misquote anything, I'm a new convert. Like I, he said, he just turned to Jesus for real in like April or something like that. Which, which I mean, I fully believe because when, when you said what you said there is for real, right? That for yeah. real part. Again, there's a lot of people that's out there talking about it, and this ain't even just celebrities. This is people in general. And you know, yeah. if, you know, we talk about it all the time in church. A lot of people out there talking about God and whatever, and they they know they know God, they know who God is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they haven't really fully 
given themselves over. They haven't really, truly, yeah. you know, converted and allowed themselves to be moved and all. You know, like, and there's a difference, right? Um, and Christianity and so, is still the dominant, you know, religion in acceptable religion in America, as much as we want to, you know, Christians want to say we're persecuting stuff. It's still the most dominantly accepted. Right. So people can be like, yeah, I'm Christian. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Right. And it is funny because it is, it is, we're in a very weird place in time where Christianity is the majority religion, although it is also by far the most disrespected and mocked That's religion true. as That's well. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, you turn on any, any, t- you know, any show or whatever, and you can see people mocking and making fun of Christians, right? Mm. But nobody's just clowning, you know, Buddhists or Muslims or th- anything like that. And I mean, the, the reasoning is because those are still seen as minority groups. And so right. we live in this weird place in culture where if you're a minority, I'm speaking as a minority, then now we we love you and respect you and want to honor you and your culture. But if you are a majority, you know what I'm saying, whether it's in, in race or religion, mm. like now we mock you and disrespect you and everything about you. You know what I mean, and I and I say and I say this as then you know obviously as somebody that is very much here for justice and things of that nature and anti racism and all those sorts of things, but right. we just had I feel like a lot of people's religion now is just it's the religion of you know internet social justice where <laughs> you know what I'm saying where we just want to oh oh Christians are evil and oppressive and non Christians are fine Buddhists are fine you know what I'm saying uh, and, and even white people are like white people are evil and oppressive and they suck and they're terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you're non-white, then you're good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like yeah. if you like if you watch TV and it's a gay character or whatever, then they, for the most part, they're mostly positive traits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. If, just if you're a minority, you are a okay for the most part. It's a weird thing, a weird place that we're in right now. So yeah, yeah, um, that's true. Especially you, yeah, if you view the world through the eyes of Twitter, it's a it's a really divided <laughs> place, really odd place. Yeah, yeah. Twitter is a wild place, boy. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. But I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but I think that I know it's gonna be interesting to see this Kanye going forward. Supposedly he's supposed to be releasing a Christmas album, but I don't know. A but, Christmas album. Yeah, it's supposed to be Jesus is born or something like that. That's what he said in the interview. But and that might be dope. Real talk. From, might be dope. from November, like November third on. Mm-hmm. Your boy be playing Christmas music on a regular basis. Like I'll be on the Apple Music playing them Christmas albums. I'll rock them through at least like uh January, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I love Christmas music. I hate the winter, but uh Christmas and Christmas music, that's my jam, my man. See, so that could be dope. But yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think the other thing will be interesting with Kanye, if he's you know, if he's truly turned to Jesus, is to see how that changes how he thinks about his money, how he thinks about his influence. Like, cause he has a few lines on the album, right. Mm-hmm. That caused me concern that he could be, you know, creeping into some prosperity gospel stuff. And then if he gets mixed with Joel Osteen, I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> you know, so it's like the whole, cause there was one line, yeah. the one line in the whole album that drives me nuts, right. Is when he talks about, um, this is why I charge the prices that I charge. I can't be seen dancing on the star are on the stars. Yeah, dance dancing with the stars. stars. Yeah, dancing yeah. with the stars is what it is. Right? I can't let my family starve. Bro, your family is not starving. Right? That's not like you charge so you're saying because you can charge five hundred dollars from some Yeezys, that means your family's not starving and you're doing the right thing. Like 
And maybe I'm just taking that in a certain well, see, way, you yeah, know. I ain't bothered by how much anybody want to charge because that's just you know, that's, that's that's yeah, markets yeah, and economy. If you're selling, you selling the product, people buy for whatever. But like I get what you're saying in terms of just how he's going to use his money, right? And how yeah. he's going to think about his money. Is it going to be building my Jesus empire that he's trying to do or whatever, or is it going to be? Am I going to be generous with that money? Am I going to be actually seeking justice, not just, you know? Yeah, we'll see. And, and, and I'm more intrigued on just, and just kind of what does he continue to say, do, and put out there? Uh, That's true. Like, even the money thing, like, like it, I, as Christians, we are called, you know, to live a certain way, to um, care for others, including financially and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I talk, when I think of justice and all those sorts of things, I think of it from, uh, a higher level than individuals, like, and I think we, and I'm not going to go all the way down this path, but I just think in general, we we as people can let the powers that be off the hook, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when we start looking at individuals to use their money for good and for justice and all those sorts of things, where well, we need yeah. to be putting that pressure on these large corporations as well yeah, as agree, agree, yeah. as well as government, the people that are really running things financially in, right. this, in this country to have the full means and the consistent means, not just because I'm a good artist and I'm making money now for the next 20, you know, 10 years, right, right, right. consistent means the car hearts of the world, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To make a real difference. Those are the ones that I, that, you know, I feel like we should be pressuring the most, but that's a whole different story and situation. So, well, you know, in some ways it's not though, because Kanye has the type of influence and power that he can affect systematic changes in some way, right? He has enough clout that he could. George, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Well, <laughs> I'm, well look, I'm saying, look, that that did create a firestorm. And like, you're right. I mean, he did say that. Like when he said that, that literally was a news story for quite a long That's time. True. And yeah. I can't remember so much, but I'm pretty sure George Bush had to actually answer to the <laughs> <laughs> answer yeah. uh, that question at some point i think i might be incorrect on that one, but yeah well and he still got i mean even in the interview he admitted to being like a trump supporter like there's some questionable things but politics doesn't necessarily have to do if he's a recent convert like that stuff could change but right. so i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see what he does and if he yeah. stays mentally healthy because you know that that affects a lot of things you know yeah, Kanye is definitely somebody that seems to be, uh, you know, struggling in some of those areas. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, that, and that's all we can do. So, I mean, we'll see in terms of the, the background of what happens and what he ends up doing. I just know, like, I had to, you know, as I was listening to the album, I thought I was thinking to myself, uh, like, a large percentage of the Psalms in the Bible itself were written by David. Mm-hmm. And, we like, without preaching a message on David, David is a man that we know committed essentially a range of murder, committed adultery, did all sorts of things, right? Right, right. Um, and those things didn't disqualify him from being someone that can be saved. And well, what, you know, saying that, but being someone that can love God, receive God's love, or share his gift um, for the glory of God, right? Yeah, and yeah. so regardless of what Kanye does from here on out, if the, if the, the music he has put out into the world serves to do that and to do those things and the parts that are, you know, theologically sound and all those sorts of things that, Hey, you know, like I, I'm just like, I, I'm appreciative of it. 
Right. And if eventually we got to say, hey, we move on, like that was a period of his life. Clearly God used him for something positive, And now he's, you know, going off in the wind somewhere else. Hey, you know, at least this is still here. This still exists. Like there's gospel artists now that are le- that leave the church and lead the faith. And, That's you true. know, they say, hey, I made 10 albums and I know everybody loves my music, but I don't believe this anymore. Yeah, Does yeah. that mean the music that they made no longer matters? If they're, if they're you know, saying uh, fundamentally true things mm-hmm. and worship God and people are using those things to get closer to God? No, I don't think it does disqualify it, right? Yeah. So yeah. regardless of whatever Kanye does moving forward after this, you know, it's a dope album. It yeah, that's what it would be good to see the journey. And either way, the top of the billboard says Jesus is king right now. And it probably will for a good minute. So. Right, and that that may hopefully even inspire other people, you know. Not not I'm not even saying the establishment artists, but you know, young up, up and coming folks that are making music and making making art that are wanting to talk about God and their love for God and their relationship with God, and maybe won't feel like they have to suppress that, or maybe it's just encouraging people to explore this God thing out, and that's a positive thing. That's what I'm saying. Either way, people are yeah. People ask the question, "What is this Jesus thing about?" You know. All right. Everybody's Googling Jesus is King. Like a lot of things could happen, you know. So there you go. Out of it, you know. There you go. And look, this is preseason. You know what happens in the preseason, Will? Tell me. Folks got to play their way into shape. That's true. That fatigue. And, and I'm over here like half yawning right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like Shaq talking about you know I got, I'm getting in shape on company time essentially. Uh, back in the day, uh, so my muscles are fatigued. The lactic acid is building up. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we need to start wrapping this thing thing up here so that I can uh, go on about my, my evening and probably take a nap right quick. <laughs> there it is, the preseason for you. Preseason oh. game one, and the old man Kellen got hit early. It hit his bedtime. Yo. It's 9.40 my time, 8.40 his time. It's 8.30 old man bedtime. So, you know, it's... No, I got, hey, you know, I feel <laughs> like for every kid you have, you get to add like 15 minutes or subtract 15 minutes from your bedtime without anybody judging you. And you got a lot over there, so I ain't mad at it. So I ain't mad yeah, at it. so it's essentially, you know, 9.40 9:40 my time, too, with all these children. How much time we get for a wife? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that one in the preseason, eh? All right. But, yeah, it's been good. Preseason episode one. We'll have some more preseason coming for you, and then a new season coming soon. So be ready. Wild, wild world. Kellen and Will. Kingdomdreamer.com. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. You know. Walk one. See you later. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wild Wild World Show. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Twitter at KingdomXDreams and learn more at KingdomDreamer.com.